Lord Jesus and Heavenly Father, we thank you oh so much for the many, many blessings you've poured upon us all throughout this day. Now another blessing to be able to get back into your word. Help us now as we do that. So we pray in Jesus' precious holy name. Amen. Continuing our Bible study from A to Z in the word love, we'll turn to Isaiah in chapter 61, verse 1, where it reads, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. The Lord actually quoted these when he was here in his earthly ministry. But here we see where it was originally given to Isaiah, as it continues in chapter 61, verse 2, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. And they shall build the old waste, they shall raise up the former desolations, and they shall repair the waste cities, the desolations of many generations. And strangers shall stand and feed your flocks, and the sons of the aliens shall be your plowmen and your vine dressers. But ye shall be named the priests of the Lord. Men shall call you the ministers of our God. Ye shall eat the riches of the Gentiles, and in their glory shall ye boast yourselves. For your shame ye shall have double, and for confusion they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore in their land they shall possess the double, everlasting joy shall be unto them. For I, the Lord, love judgment. I hate robbery for burnt offering, and I will direct their work in truth, and I will make an everlasting covenant with them." And their seed shall be known among the Gentiles, and their offspring among the people. All that see them shall acknowledge them, that they are the seed which the Lord hath blessed. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he hath clothed me with the garments of salvation. He hath covered me with the robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decketh himself with ornaments, and as a bride adorneth herself with her jewels, for as the earth bringeth forth her bud, and as the garden causeth the things that are sown in it to spring forth, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all the nations. A prophecy of blessings coming to the children of Israel in Jerusalem there, given to Isaiah, and the focus on our study is verse 8 where it says, For I, the Lord, love judgment. He loves judgment. He loves justification. He loves judgment upon the righteous, judgment upon the unrighteous. So he loves judgment. 
holding people accountable and giving them a blessings according to what they have done or chastisement according to what they have done. All right, we'll run on into chapter 63 in Isaiah 63. A couple of verses here. Verse 7, where it reads, I will mention the loving kindnesses of the Lord and the praises of the Lord according to all that the Lord hath bestowed on us and the great goodness toward the house of Israel, which he hath bestowed on them according to his mercies, and according to the multitude of his loving kindnesses. For he said, Surely they are my people, children that will not lie. So he was their Savior. In all their affliction he was afflicted, and the angel of his presence saved them. In his love and in his pity he redeemed them, and he bare them and carried them all the days of old. And that was also fulfilled in the, the work of the Lord as he came down and took on flesh and lived amongst us and suffered for all of us, all of us that become his children when we accept his finished work. Now go over to the prophecies given to Jeremiah. And in Jeremiah chapter 2, pick it right up here in verse 1. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Go and cry in the ears of Jerusalem, saying, Thus saith the Lord, I remember thee, the kindness of thy youth, the love of thine espousals, when thou wentest after me in the wilderness, in a land that was not sown. Israel was holiness unto the Lord, and the firstfruits of his increase. All that devour him shall offend. Evil shall come upon them, saith the Lord. Hear ye the word of the Lord, O house of Jacob, and all the families of the house of Israel. Thus saith the Lord, What iniquity have your fathers found in me, that they are gone far from me, and have walked after vanity, and are become vain? Neither said they, Where is the Lord? that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, that led us through the wilderness, through a land of deserts and of pits, through a land of drought and of the shadow of death, through a land that no man passed through and where no man dwelt. And I brought you into a plentiful country to eat the fruit thereof and the goodness thereof. But when ye entered, ye defiled my land and made mine heritage an abomination." The priest said not, Where is the Lord? And they that handled the law knew me not. The pastors also transgressed against me. And the prophets prophesied by Baal, and walked after things that do not profit. Wherefore, I will yet plead with you, saith the Lord, and with your children's children will I plead. For pass over the isles of Chittim, and see, and send unto Kedar, and consider diligently." And see if there be such a thing. Have a nation changed their gods, which are yet no gods? But my people have changed their glory for that which doeth not profit. Be astonished, O ye heavens, at this, and be horribly afraid. Be ye very desolate, saith the Lord. For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and hewed them out 
cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. Is Israel a servant? Is he a home-born slave? Why is he spoiled? The young lions roared upon him and yelled, and they made his land waste. His cities are burned without inhabitant. Also the children of Noph and Tahapanes have broken the crown of thy head. Hast thou not procured this unto thyself, in that thou hast forsaken the Lord thy God, when he led thee by the way? And now what hast thou to do in the way of Egypt, to drink the waters of Sehor, or what hast thou to do in the way of Assyria, to drink the waters of the river? Thine own wickedness shall correct thee, and thy backsliding shall reprove thee. Know therefore, and see that it is an evil thing, and bitter, that thou hast forsaken the Lord thy God, and that my fear is not in thee, saith the Lord God of hosts. For of old time I have broken thy yoke, and burst thy bands, and thou saidest, I will not transgress. When upon every hill, every high hill, and under every green tree thou wanderest playing the harlot. Yet I had planted thee a noble vine, holy, a right seed. How then art thou turned into the degenerate plant of a strange vine unto me? For though thou wash thee with nitre, and take thee much soap, yet thine iniquity is marked before me, saith the Lord God. How canst thou say, I am not polluted? I have not gone after Baalim. See thy way in the valley. Know what thou hast done. Thou art a swift dromedary transversing her ways. A wild ass used to the wilderness that snuffeth up the wind at her pleasure. In her occasion, who can turn her away? All they that seek her will not weary themselves. In her month they shall find her. Without thy foot from being unshod, and thy throat from thirst, but thou saidest, There is no hope. No, for I have loved strangers, and after them will I go. As the thief is ashamed when he is found, so is the house of Israel ashamed. They, their kings, their princes, and their priests, and their prophets, saying to a stock, Thou art my father, and to a stone, Thou hast brought me forth, for they have turned their back unto me, and not their face, but in time of their trouble they will say, Arise and save us. But where are thy gods that thou hast made thee? Let them arise, if they can save thee in time of thy trouble, for according to the number of thy cities are thy gods, O Judah. Wherefore will ye plead with me? Ye all have transgressed against me, saith the Lord. In vain have I smitten your children, they receive no correction. Your own sword hath devoured your prophets like a destroying lion. O generation, see ye the word of the Lord? Have I been a wilderness unto Israel, a land of darkness? Wherefore, say my people, we are lords, we will come, to, we will come no more unto thee. Can a maid forget her ornaments, or a bride her attire? Yet my people have forgotten me days without number. Why trimmest thou thy way to seek love? Therefore hast thou also taught the wicked ones thy ways. 
Also, in thy skirts is found the blood of the souls of the poor innocents. I have not found it by secret search, but upon all these. Yet thou sayest, because I am innocent, surely the, his anger shall turn from me. Behold, I will plead with thee, because thou sayest I have not sinned. Why gaddest thou about so much to change thy way? Thou also shalt be ashamed of Egypt, as thou wast ashamed of Assyria. Yea, thou shalt go forth from him, and thine hands upon thine head. For the Lord hath rejected thy confidences, and thou shalt not prosper in them. Prophecy given to Jeremiah, presented to the children of Israel, because they had left their love for the Lord, and turned their love and worship to idols. And the Lord's calling them out on this, displaying to them, letting them know, you are being chastised, you will be chastised, you will be held accountable. All throughout the prophecies we see this. And we see them rise up in rebellion, and then we see them get chastised, and then coming to the Lord, and getting forgiveness, and getting blessings, and then the next generation comes along, and they turn against the Lord, and then they get chastised. It's just been a cycle over and over all through the history of the children of Israel. And you reminded them, and we, we see this, and it's sad what we see going on in the world today, but there's generations of people that have become complacent, have become more interested in pleasing their own selfish desires than pleasing the will of the Lord. We need to turn to the Lord fully and completely and know that every breath that is within us is a gift from Him. To really honor that and cherish that and show that, that we truly are thankful for what He's given us and display that in everything that we do. And to always acknowledge Him as our Lord and Savior. Never to turn to anything else, to lift anything else up more important than serving the Lord. Because that's the idolism. That's the idol worship. That's the contrary behavior that is commonplace in the world today. Is to love something else more than loving the Lord. Which it shouldn't be. All of our, Lord, love, all of our love needs to go primarily to the Lord first and utmost. All right, now go on over to Jeremiah in chapter 5, picking it up in verse 19, where it reads, And it came to pass, when ye shall say, Wherefore doeth the Lord our God all these things unto us? Then shalt thou answer them, Like as ye have forsaken me, and served strange gods in your land, so shall ye serve strangers in a land that is not yours. And this is the prophecy given to the children of Israel, especially those in Jerusalem, which is the tribe of Judah and Benjamin, that are going to be taken into captivity into Babylon for the 70 years. That's what he's referring to here. The northern kingdoms by this time had already been broken up and scattered and taken into different areas. But here this is being delivered to those that are still in the area of Jerusalem, that they are going to be taken captive and be going to Babylon and there for 70 years. Read 19 again. And it shall come to pass when ye shall say, Wherefore doeth the Lord our God all these things unto us? Then shalt thou answer them, Like as ye have forsaken me and served strange gods in your land, so shall ye serve strangers in a land that is not yours. Declare this in the house of Jacob and publish it in Judah, saying, Hear now this, O foolish people, 
and without understanding, which have eyes and see not, which have ears and hear not? Fear ye not me, saith the Lord? Will ye not tremble at my presence, which have placed the sand for the bound of the sea by a perpetual decree that it cannot pass it? And thou, though the waves thereof toss themselves, yet can they not prevail? Though they roar, yet can they not pass over it? But this people hath a revolting and a rebellious heart. They are revolted and gone. Neither say they in their heart, Let us now fear the Lord our God, that giveth rain both the former and the latter in his season. He reserveth unto us the appointed weeks of the harvest. Your iniquities have turned away these things, and your sins have withholden good things from you. For among my people are found wicked men. They lay wait as he that setteth snares. They set a trap, they catch men. As a cage is full of birds, so are their houses full of deceit. Therefore they are become great and waxen rich. They are waxen fat, they shine, yea, they oppress the deeds of the wicked. They judge not the cause, the cause of the fatherless, yet they prosper, and the right of the needy do they not judge. Shall I not visit for these things, saith the Lord? Shall not my soul be avenged on such a nation as this? A wonderful and horrible thing is committed in the land. The prophets prophesy falsely. The priests bear rule by their means. And my people love to have it so. And what will ye do in the end thereof? At verse 31, focusing in on the problem that they are having. They love to stay in their sins, and they love it when that sin is approved by their leaders, their religious leaders. Because that's what he's saying here. The prophets prophesy falsely, and the priests bear rule by their means. And my people love to have it so. And what will ye do in the end thereof. Loving to have it their way, loving to have the preachers and the prophets and the religious leaders and the government leaders approve of their sin, promote their sin, encourage their sin and their rebellion against the Lord. And that's what we see in the world today. And it is a shame that there's so much of that going on. But it's the same thing that Paul wrote about in Romans when he speaks about the sin and how it's coming upon the land and how it definitely is being fulfilled today as we see in Romans chapter 1 verses 18 through 32 but focusing in on verse 32 who know in the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death not only do the same but have pleasure in them that do them. They love it when they get more people to come in and be a part of their sins. And they love it when they get approval of man to do their sins. And that's what we find on an increase in the world today. The acceptance of sinful behavior. The promotion of sinful behavior. And we clearly see that on display in this country. Being promoted to be sinful and lustful and selfish. And it is a shame. But it's nothing new. It's been going on, and it's continuing to go on, and we see it over and over. 
And it is a shame. It shouldn't be that way, but yet we see it being fulfilled. All right, now go over to Jeremiah in chapter 8. Here, just a few verses. Chapter 8. At that time, saith the Lord, they shall bring out the bones of the kings of Judah, and the bones of his princes, and the bones of the priests, and the bones of the prophets, and the bones of the inhabitants of Jerusalem out of their graves, and they shall spread them before the sun and the moon and all the hosts of heaven whom they have loved and whom they have served and the, after whom they have walked and whom they have sought and whom they have worshipped. They shall not be gathered nor be burned. They shall be for dung upon the face of the earth and death shall be chosen rather than life by all the residue of them that remain of this evil family which remain in all the places whither I have driven them saith the Lord of hosts. Some prophecy concerning what's going to be happening when the people come in and raid that area and take captive the children of Israel that remain there, the tribes of, Jeruz of uh, Judah and Benjamin specifically and the others, and the defiling of the graves and so forth because they chose to love the pagan gods more than the true and living God. I now go to Jeremiah in chapter 31. And here we see some more reference to the word love in chapter 31. At the same time, saith the Lord, will I be the God of all the families of Israel, and they shall be my people. Thus saith the Lord, The people which were left of the sword found grace in the wilderness, even Israel, when I went to cause him to rest. The Lord hath a, appeared of, of all unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love, therefore with loving kindness have I drawn thee. This is a prophecy of some hope for the captives, for those that will wind up being in Babylon for those 70 years, those that turn to the Lord. Verse 4, Again I will build thee, and thou shalt be built. O virgin of Israel, thou shalt again be adorned with thy tabrets, and shalt go forth in the dances of them that make merry. Thou shalt yet plant vines upon the mountains of Samaria. The planters shall plant and shall eat them as common things. For there shall be a day that the watchmen upon the mount of Ephraim shall cry, Arise ye, and let us go up to Zion unto the Lord our God. For thus saith the Lord, Sing with gladness for Jacob, and shout among the chief of the nations, Publish ye, praise ye, and say, O Lord, save thy people, the remnant of Israel. Behold, I will bring them from the north country, and gather them from the coasts of the earth, and with them the blind and the lame, and the woman with child, and her that travaileth with child together. A great company shall return thither. Here he's talking about how he's going to bring his people back, calling his people back from the captives, back to reestablish Jerusalem, 
to reestablish Israel as a nation, prophesied and fulfilled as it continues. They shall come with weeping and with supplications will I lead them. I will cause them to walk by the rivers of waters in a straight way, wherein they shall not stumble. For I am the father to Israel, and Ephraim is my firstborn. Hear the word of the Lord, O ye nations, and declare it in the isles afar off, and say, He that scattered Israel will gather him and keep him as a shepherd doeth his flock. This gathering of the children of Israel back to the homeland and reestablishing them as a nation. We had seen this fulfilled after the 70-year occupation and then some more chaos and destruction and scattering uh, and then World War Two, at the end of World War II, they reestablished Israel once again and brought people back into Israel. And then ultimately, we'll see the final fulfillment of this prophecy concerning the coming together of the children of God in the reestablished Jerusalem that we're going to be seeing during the Millennial Kingdom. And then ultimately, all being brought together on a new heaven and a new earth. But as it continues here in Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 11, For the Lord hath redeemed Jacob and ransomed him from the hand of him that was stronger than he. Therefore they shall come and sing in the height of Zion, and shall flow together in the goodness of the Lord, for wheat and for wine and for oil and for the young of the flock, and of the herd, and their soul shall be as a watered garden, and they shall not sorrow any more at all. Then shall the virgin rejoice in the dance, both young men and old together, for I will turn their mourning into joy, and will comfort them, and make them rejoice for their sorrow. And I will saturate the soil of the priest with fatness, and my people shall be satisfied with my goodness, saith the Lord." The loving kindness of the Lord shown upon children of Israel. Chastisement when they're disobedient, but blessings and comfort when they turn back to the Lord. We can see this over and over, the evidences of the importance of loving God, to love God truly with all of our existence. That is the great commandment. And we need to always do that, to always remember to do that. Because as he clearly says over there in Matthew, in chapter 22, and verse 37, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. When we do that and really truly focus on that, then our lives can be so filled with blessings from the Lord and have so much to look forward to for eternity. And this applies to all those that come to the Lord, not just those that are of the tribes of Israel, but to all people, because He loved all of us. And He has given all of us that awesome opportunity of salvation. Because as it clearly says there in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him, should not perish, but have everlasting life. That love of God for mankind. We need to focus that love that He puts upon us right back up to Him and also share that love with others as well. 
Let's pray. Lord Jesus and Heavenly Father, we truly thank you for your love that you pour upon us each and every day. Your mercy is your grace that you show us. Help us to really recognize that and appreciate that and show our appreciation and share that with others out there in the world. Thank you oh so much for all the many, many blessings you pour upon us as we pray in Jesus' precious holy name. Amen. Thank you all.